It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it on a Monday one-on-one. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, and we've got a good one for you, so buckle up. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. This video stream is up, so you can see what's going on. Thank the folks from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for uh, taking care of our student-athletes. Uh, we sent several of them out there last night to get their first uh, taste and sampling of uh, Charles Phillips and what he does out there. And, of course, the re- reviews were exceptional. Uh Fried chicken, catfish, whatever your thing is, he Charles hooks you up. So we can do that. 402-464-5685, the Charter Heyman text line, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, if you want to be a part of what we're doing and participate in the conversation. Um, as a part of what we do and in the, the evolution of the ticket, uh, the student-athletes uh, are, are building their own way and kind of setting themselves up um, getting comfortable in front of microphones and telling their story rather than having people tell their story. And it's much more um, interesting to get their perspective on what it means to be a Husker and how they get through their week from, from day to day and from practice to practice or game to game. Um, we talk about their families and how they ended up in Lincoln, Nebraska, because quite frankly – um, each one is a pretty amazing story of a lot of really amazing people accumulating in one space to get and a student athlete here uh, to Lincoln, Nebraska. One of those people joins us today, and I'm thrilled because she's going to take over what was Talking Tens, and we don't know what she's going to call it yet. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of pick her brain on that as well, but she's all everything. Scholastic. All-America 4.0 GPA. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Look at you. Look at you. Let's bring in Kenzie Davis from uh, Nebraska Gymnastics. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you. I'm doing well. Like this this whole thing, this whole process, um, and getting to know and giving exposure to uh, all the student-athletes who are willing to share those parts of their person. And it's a lot. Like it's 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 a lot. But in this, I'm able to identify pretty quickly people who would succeed at this. And so when you came on Talking Tens and I went, yep, that's that's the next one right there. There she is. There she is. Thank you. Uh, no, good stuff all around. So first of all, um, you got to go home. Mm-hmm. How was home? What did you do this summer? It was good. So I went home for six weeks about – um, and I had planned several trips before I left Lincoln and I told my parents, I was like, by the way, I'm going to be in and out. I have my plans. Like, don't mind me. They had a car for me, which I'm very grateful for. It was my sister's car and she, uh, recently was able to buy a new one. So she's, you know, moving up in life. So I was like, let me use your car. So I'm grateful for that. But, um, one of the first things I did the first, like, or second weekend was I went to the beach. I went to Wrightsville Beach in Wilmington and visited uh, one of my high school friends who goes to UNCW, and she lives in the cutest little beach house and works at the cutest little seafood place, and we just had, like, a couple beach days for, like, four days, I think. Um, And, yeah, I really need that. I'm not even a beach girl because I'm 
a redhead, so I heard. <laughs> and I haven't been to the beach in I don't remember how long, but yeah, I was excited to go. And then the following weekend, I went to the, the mountains. Um, my aunt has a cabin up in Bryson City. Oh, and okay. Yeah, it's really pretty up there. Um, just oh, your accent just came out. Your accent really just pretty. came. Oh, you t- look, look, look. She 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 let it. She let a little bit of Carolina out. She did. <laughs> Leave her alone. That's so good. No, that's amazing. Like I. I'm always intrigued because. Wait, on what word? <laughs> there, you, you, you went. Oh, it's really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you went all the way out. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, it so happens. I, no, I think it, it. I think it should happen more. I think it should happen more because not everybody's from here, and so sharing who you are mm-hmm. is important. It allows people to know that home matters. Um, deep down, I mean, you were you were you're a Carolinian, so you just happen to be a Husker, and yeah. the two things combine. Let's talk about how you got here, and usually that starts with the parents. Let's talk about the family. Who are mom and dad? Um, well, my mom and my dad are you know, an alumni. They were both on the gymnastics team here. Um, both had a similar path to myself. Like, got recruited, ended up going to Nebraska for gymnastics my mom is from Chicago um, but she trained in Oregon for a little while um, and then my dad's from Georgia in Atlanta so they met here at Nebraska um, actually the first week of school and the rest is history <laughs> that's a great story that's a great story yeah unfortunately I did not follow in those footsteps mm-hmm. um, i'm still waiting for my prince charming own path, own path. <laughs> i mean it could be somebody you met the oh. first week you you don't know maybe i guess come back around yeah that would be a full circle moment <laughs> you got a whole nother year uh this year coming where you actually get to be social again mm-hmm. and you get to meet folks um did they tell you why they picked nebraska um i think just for the same opportunities of, you know, going far and really prioritizing gymnastics in school, the same resources I have today. My dad, um, he ended up going to the Olympics in 1988, the year he graduated from here. So I think that he was set on that. And, you know, Nebraska was the place to do that. And that was his goals. So, um, yeah, he had a successful college career and then went right off to the Olympics to kind of hit his peak. And then I feel like, you know, in the back of his mind, he wanted to accomplish that. And same for my mom, strong gymnastics program. She had gone on a couple of visits and um, she tells me how she was telling her parents she wanted to visit Nebraska. And they're like, what? And then she went and she's like, yeah, I'm going to go here. And they were like, okay. I guess this is a thing. So give, give the names, mom and dad. Um, my mom is Elizabeth uh, Bertolotti, maiden name, Davis. And my dad is Kevin Davis. That's, I mean, look, that legacy thing matters. Oh, it does. I literally, like, part of the reason that I did commit here is not because of my parents, but because when I got here, their names were on the wall, and my dad's face was on the wall, and I was like, oh, wow, that is really pretty insane, actually. And everybody knew them. There was a small little Lincoln family and community around here, and the legacy does absolutely matter. I mean, like, it made a big deal out of that. Well, I mean, and and to think that, that as you're being recruited, did you reach out to Nebraska or did Nebraska reach out to you? How did that work? Um, both. I think I reached out to Nebraska 
kind of in a lump sum of like several schools and then kind of like had you know my order of because I was pretty young I was like in eighth grade so um I but they were one of the last schools I visited I stayed around home a little bit just because I think I was younger and I you know wasn't super deep into the recruiting process yet and I was Mm. like oh I'll stay around here and then as I got older and competed more and uh, more Big Ten schools started showing interest I started actually you know hopping on a plane and going on an unofficial and uh, doing that type of thing but I think both I think they really demonstrated a strong like recruiting moment for me which also is great because that's what made me ultimately feel like really wanted in the program and not just like oh come if you want (laughs) like you know. The one factor matters. It, it, mm-hmm. it does. You said you walked on campus, you saw their names, and you saw their, their them in, in, in this space. What else did you see the first time you came to Nebraska and looked around as a potential student athlete? Um, well, we drove from Kansas City the first time, so I saw a lot of corn on the drive from Kansas City to Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then after that, I was pleasantly surprised because I think the first time I came, I was – uh, 15, like barely. And I had, I didn't know what to expect in Nebraska. Like that is really like halfway across the country for me. Like, I don't know. Um, so I think that in the back of my mind, I was a little nervous. I didn't know what it was going to be like. I thought it was really going to be actual cornfields and nothing. So I do remember stepping on the campus and, um, kind of seeing like downtown and Haymarket. And I do remember being like, wait, this is so cute. And so I think I was like pleasantly surprised and, um, you know, we have this amazing facility now, uh, the Allen Training Center. But even before at Mabel Lee, like, that was a huge gym, like, compared to my club gym. Mm-hmm. So even that was just, of course, like, as a young athlete, when you don't think about school or anything, just, like, starstruck with, you know, the resources athletically. Um, so, yeah, everything, like, checked out really good. We're talking to Kenzie Davis of Huskers Women's Gymnastics. And coming off quite the year, um, relocating yourself in the program right it's pretty cool to watch you talked about the early recruiting at 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 in, at eighth grade mm-hmm. how how is it possible to know what you want to do and where you want to do it at that age how is that possible in my opinion i don't really think it is uh, fully right. truthfully yeah. um you know i've seen it before when people commit pretty young and they follow all the way through and they end up loving the school and I think that it can work out like that but um I kind of had to be you know aware of what others around me were saying you know my parents definitely wanted me to make a good choice not on the flashy you know gyms like you know it's my dad actually he always said it's not what you train in it's like what you do in the gym like not what where you train um but yeah, I honestly, I think a lot of um, highly competitive schools who are recruiting uh, all kind of offer, you know, good resources academically and athletically. So I don't think you can go super wrong there, but there's definitely is differences in schools. Um, even like our life skills has been incredibly helpful to me for what my goals are, which I recently got the Sam Fultz award at the night of the lead. And my goal is, um, to get heart and soul by my senior year. So that relies on a lot of community service and like extra activities outside the gym and outside of school. And this is something that I want to do myself that no one's like making me do, but I'm just passionate about it. And so each program might, not care so much about that they might only you know throw 
the sport down your throat or something like that, um, as well as just, I don't know, offering different things. So when you are young that way, you don't really know what you want until you're older. How, how will you provide the, the, the sort of service and service level that you're talking about? Like, wh- how do you want to affect this community while you're here? Um, well, some things uh, I've done is I visit with uh, super fan Stuart Shepard. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys are aware. Yep. Um, I like to visit with him as often as I can. Um, we've thrown a birthday party for him. I've also volunteered at um, like Christ schools, daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure entirely where it is now off the top of my head, but um, that was really fun. Some of my teammates and I went. And then overall, towards the end of season and the semester, there was locally going on school is cool. And um, I was asked if I wanted to talk at some of the elementary schools. Um, and I said, yes, I would love to do that. And myself and like three other people would go, one including Nicklin Hames, who's mm-hmm. obviously a huge name here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of want to jump at those opportunities. So really anything that gives back to like kids around the community or, um, you know, special needs or anything like that that I can offer that, you know, can help someone or just like make someone excited. I, I can tell you that you're going to have, you haven't met your, your, your super fan yet. Her name's Ellie. <laughs> it's true Rico's daughter okay. she's adorable yeah. and she she loves she's a firecracker oh. <laughs> we got a pool the, uh, a bigger pool than we had and we just hung out in it this weekend let's see oh she oh yeah she's yeah. got a spunky yeah. personality yeah, I can tell yeah, yeah. how old is she she is she just turned three last month oh my gosh she's a baby she is a problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my gosh if you, wait side note if you ever want me to babysit i love little kids i mean see, this to is why I, perfect. you don't understand this Please is why i said babysit her. She's so cute. Well, <laughs> she also has a little brother who turns one next month Oh my gosh! Even better, babies. So, I I have such is. baby fever right now. I will babysit so your children. He, he is also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're the he's dad. A, he's not that much bigger than the other babies in the baby room at daycare, <laughs> but apparently he's a bully. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh! What's his name? Uh, Cade. We call him KJ. Oh my gosh! KJ's my nickname. Yeah. There you go. See, Perfect. I, look, this is, this is. I knew this would happen. This, I absolutely <laughs> knew this. Would, I absolutely knew. No, no. I absolutely knew this was gonna happen. Like, here you go. Take these. Yeah. This is. This is how. This, like, you were the. I, I'm a. When it comes to student athletes, a lot of it's energy and. Vibe. Mm-hmm. And you can tell whether somebody's legitimately into the thing that they're into. And those people draw you into what they're doing, which is why I know Husker Husker fans are going to fall deeper in love with you because you have the spirit. Like I, four point student four point doesn't happen by accident. Mm-mm. Where does that come from with you? Where does is it because you it can't be accidental. It has to be purposeful. Where does it come from? I just have this fire inside of me. I'm such a perfectionist. Like, I seriously, since I've been, like, eight years old, it's just, like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it all the way, and I'm going to commit everything or nothing. But what's funny is I've always tried my best. I've always worked hard. But in high school, I did not get straight A's. I mean, I would get several B's. I was awful at math. I'm still awful at math. And I was like, whatever. And, you know, that's fine, too. But then when I got to college, I just – you know, I was going to try and then I was doing well. And then 
I wanted to try harder. And then once I got it the first time, I was like, oh my gosh. And then once I saw I was capable of it, I've just been like, I know where the bar is set now. So I just strive for that every time. But I definitely have also maybe um, had a tear fall when I got my first A minus in college, which, yeah. But it's been two semesters since that happened. So I've gotten four O's both times. But I can see you tearing up just talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one that ruined my cumulative. But it's okay. <laughs> what? Because you're a perfectionist and that gymnastics is such a detailed, detailed sport. Mm-hmm. What's more difficult, the 4.0 or the 10? Oh, the 10 controllable at all um partly also judges. oh that is judges. so hard yeah also, all the judges so all the judges well that can come with teachers too because they can grade stuff and be like well <laughs> you failed at that wasn't good all right right <laughs> that paper no um i think uh like how feasible it is okay here's a perfect example once i got it the first time i don't think i was expecting that as I just mentioned, like I was just going to try and it kind of happened. Um, but then once I did get it, I was like, oh, I can totally do it. The 10 has yet to come. So I don't think that it's like too far out of reach, but it definitely is intimidating because it hasn't happened. So it still is like a hypothetical. It, I will. Is yeah. this an all around year for you? Is this a, where you want to be? the last person performing in every on every event i would love to unfortunately i don't think floor will happen why um i have a really bad back and i'm already not a super strong tumbler and again the thing about trying and going all the way is like when i did try to tumble a lot it was just kind of hindering all my other events as well mm-hmm. i have like a really bad back and so i can't train the same as everyone or if i try to then i like can't walk the next day right. so i did try i always try but i came in you know messing around with some stuff but you know, ultimately not ready to put a routine together. And then coming into my sophomore year, I tried more. I tried really to think about what passes, you know, I could do. Um, And I kind of went all the way through the fall until it got around time to really put it on like the floor and the hard landings. Um, And we had an inner squad coming up and I kind of like landed wrong and it hurt my back. And then I was like, well, now I don't know if I can do everything else. Um, And then once I, you know, that just set me back a couple of days. But once I did come back, I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on three events. And that's what happened. And then I, you know, honestly excelled this year with just the three. So my theory is just to do those three as perfect as I can. And, you know, part of me wants to chase floor, but not if it's going to affect everything else. So we'll see, you know, not out of picture, but right now, not, not really what I'm working towards. Help me with this because watching the rotations and watching the different members of the roster kind of being maneuvered and manipulated. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that the person who, 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 who anchors this thing has a different level of responsibility and there's a different accountability because everything's in front of you. You can mm-hmm. see what people are doing. You have to wait. You know, your yeah. preparation time kind of fall. How do you handle being at the back end of the three events because you see everybody else and you get to hear Heather coaching them Mm -hmm. all. How do you handle that? This is is a really good question. Um, 
I don't think I've entirely figured it out. I mean, I, I, ha- I manage it, but yeah. it's not like entirely comfortable. <laughs> um, bars, I try to remember that, uh, as you said, there's kind of a different responsibility and it's just common knowledge that if you are towards the back, it's kind of a more dependable role and maybe you've like, you know, earned that for a reason. So on bars, I try to think like I've earned this to get myself confident and like less insecure vault. We've already talked about, so I don't even think about anything on vault. Like, I don't even know if you put me like anywhere in vault, I feel like I'd do it the same every time. Um, and then bars is just trying to get myself to feel confident, like, um, trying to not, you know, think about each individual person. Like it's hard, especially warming up when you're like, okay, three have warmed up or I'm after her, I'm after her. Cause you have to know when you're coming. Um, but I try to like, you can't, make it speed up anymore so I try to just focus on myself and remember that you know I'm there for a reason and then beam um that's an interesting story because my freshman year I was definitely like second or third and I was fine with that if Mm -hmm. you put me up like second like perfect but again with the kind of it means something to be later and then this year um I changed my routine around I put a triple series in I really wanted to strive for like um, a little bit more difficulty because freshman year I couldn't quite break the nine eights. Um, and I saw some of my teammates with the more unique routine scoring higher and that's exactly what happened to me. So, um, once I kind of upped the skill, it was just about remaining consistent. I mean, it's about my performance at the end of the day and not so much my teammates, like how I can help the team is doing my job. So that's how I, you know, approached practice and the inner squads. And then, Um, eventually I just started getting moved back until finally I was like fifth. And then, but that was scary for me because even the first meet, I had a bad first meet, um, of this past season. And I was like, it's because I'm so late in the lineup. And then I like moved up slightly, but then she moved me back later. And I just, it is just repetition on the floor, like doing dance, doing dance and pretending that it's been like two minutes instead of 10. But yeah, that's difficult because you do get cold and you do get worried because you're thinking more. And you um, see the scores. You see the scores in front of you. You're like, oh. Which I do sometimes <laughs> try not to look. I don't know. If you ask me in season, I'm sure I'd have like a better, you know, telling of what's true. Because I feel like, do I look or do I not look? I don't really know. But, yeah, I mean, at some point in time, I had to go from literally second to towards the very end. Um, and there's several times I, especially on beam, like that's kind of the trickiest, like, whatever trying to actually stay on the apparatus like definitely you can hear a fall or you can see a fall and I had to go after a fall like more than one time right. and I knew they fell right. but um I just you know once I'm up there I'm in my own group I don't think about that I'm trying to do my own job you know there's so much to this uh we have a couple of texts I want to get to okay. um as well we'll throw it to break here Kenzie Davis uh from Husker Gymnastics uh is with us on one-on-one we got to talk about the coaches in your family. We got to talk about the rest of this roster. We got lots to cover here on One on One. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.